troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then you may be haunted by paranormal activity. What, you thought I was talking about a different movie? That's right. Here at Now Playing, we are finally reviewing one of the top horror franchises of all time, the found footage phenomenon, Paranormal Activity. The newest installment, Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, came out recently on Paramount+, Plus, and so we thought this was the perfect time for Stuart, Jacob, and I to go and rewind back the tapes and watch all the Paranormal Activity films. It's our gold-level donation for our fall 2021 donation drive. Our first Paranormal Activity episode just came out on Friday. Here's a clip from that episode, and I'll be back after to tell you how you can join us for all the Paranormal Activity to come. And as we start, a very familiar kind of intertitle for these low-budget indies. Is anyone convinced? No. A sucker is born every minute. You know, keep in mind, 10 years after Blair Witch, there were many people that thought Blair Witch was a snuff film. That that really was footage that kids had filmed going out into the woods looking for an evil specter. Would anyone that was watching this in 2009 believe that this really happened to a couple in San Diego just a few years before? I'm going to argue against Jacob and say yes, because... Yo, no, I was going to correct myself. A lot of 10 and 11 and 12-year-olds who probably were frightened by this would have probably believed that as well. I'd even think, again, I had a friend when Blair Witch came out, he was in his early 20s, and he thought the studio was saying this was a real thing. People who were too young to pay any attention to Blair Witch could have been fooled, I suppose. But then again, I don't even understand how my friend was convinced by Blair Witch. Nobody who's paying attention is going to be fooled. I'll put it that way. Well, in the, in the, I think the big difference is, yeah, the internet existed, but it was a totally different thing by 2009 when this is coming out. Like, you can look this up and know it's fake. Real easy. Yeah, they didn't have Mika and Katie go do any interviews. They weren't on The Tonight Show. They hid them. They weren't allowed to do press for this movie. So I think that maybe there was some hope that somebody's going to fall for this. But I think you're right. We're savvier now. A few clicks and almost anyone could get their information right there on their smartphone at this point. But no, I paid this title no mind and they start like virtually every found footage film stars hey look i got a new camera i do love that this camera firewire oh my god he he gets so excited over firewire and that did take me back to like 2007 when i was super excited to get a firewire camera because the the data transfer was so fast man i thought firewire was over by then i remember firewire from the late 90s and early aughts and it never really took off thunderbolt really kind of did it one better but man this guy is so happy to talk about his firewire But yeah, I'll admit though, he's talking a lot about this camera and I'm trying to find out about who these characters are. And Katie comes home and is like, how much did you spend on this? He goes, well, half of what I made today. I am obsessed with this equipment. I never get a resolution. What did he buy? At one point, he's going to say, this microphone's really worth the money. Well, what kind of microphone is it? Is it shotgun? I mean, you wanted to see the receipts. You wanted the brands. (laughs) If you really want to know, I I have the link to the article where where Oren Pelly talked about how much time he devoted to pick 
picking the right camera equipment. It was the research for the film. Keep in mind, computer programmer. Never made a film before. So a lot of the year that he spent from the time that he was trying to figure out what the raccoons were doing in his house (laughs) to actually getting in there with Katie and Mika, he spent trying to find the best camera for this job. And I question whether it's this camera. Again, if you really had any hopes of this playing in a movie theater, maybe it's the right ghostly look, but it's definitely low res. I mean, I definitely think that anyone would look at this stuff as amateur. Yeah, I mean, you could see... All the money on the screen, all $15,000. Like, that's the best camera, (laughs) I guess. And But again, let's turn this around. I think many people would argue, if you're shooting this in a camera that anyone could have, if you're filming it like anybody would, suddenly you're building realism. Suddenly, what you're actually doing is convincing people that this is not a professional shoot. These are not Hollywood people. This is not professional storytellers. This is just anybody that would be curious as to why their girlfriend has had all these stories about faucets like leaking and houses burning down and what have you and wants to see if they can capture it on a camera. It doesn't feel like someone going out to make a movie. It feels like somebody that's trying to catch someone in an act of crime. One thing I found very interesting about this movie is that we come in in the middle. You know, like Blair Witch and so many other found footage movies I've seen, it always starts with a normal event that we're filming, how, you know, Cloverfield, we're filming a goodbye party, and then something goes wrong. This one's going to jump us in the middle. Things have been going weird, and so that's why they bought the camera. So we're brought in mid-haunt here. Which I liked, like, look, I went in with some bias, because I, I just don't think these films, like, what what's their gimmick? But I'm finding myself, okay, found footage, you gotta have a credible reason for filming this. Okay, you've been haunted, so now that's, yeah, well, that's why we're gonna jump in the middle. They didn't have a camera to capture those views, it feels meh, a little bit realistic, like, I, it, it feels smarter than I was expecting at first. So, I'm impressed that, yeah, it starts at this point, and didn't have some stupid reason for them to just have a camera on when it happened the first time. And I think you can even see it here in the beginning. It's small and it will gradually build until it's an obvious wedge between these two. But yes, Mika is very excited about this. And Katie is not. Katie has dealt with this. If we were to start at the beginning, we would have to go back to the 80s. And I do believe, haven't seen any of the future sequels, but I believe one of them does actually film her as a child. Oh. We will be getting the 80s video. So they're going to go VHS. It's good. The, the video quality is going to get worse, <laughs> but maybe we're going to get more answers. Yeah. So... If that's the beginning of the story, then yeah, she doesn't really want to look at what has happened. She's not interested in documenting her life. It's her fiance that wants to know all the details. Yeah, no, that was another surprise that we actually do get some lore. Like, I thought this was just going to be all jump scares and and doors slamming shut and lights turning off and on. It is all that, but there's a little bit of lore with Katie. With There's no lore. I just want to be blunt. They did not create a backstory for Katie in this. They had ideas about jump scares. There is no story to tell about Katie. The story is, go watch Poltergeist, go watch The Exorcist. No, but I agree with Jacob. They tell one. It may be accidental, but I'm going to credit this movie for what's on the screen, and Katie is going to talk when the psychic shows up about 
encounter she had with this demon as a child. We're going to be told the demon is attached to her. That's why you don't just get the hell out of the house like it's Amityville. They build rules here that make this film function. And so, yes, I'm going to heavily compliment the film for that. Heavily, heavily, heavily compliment the film. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to go that far, Arnie, but I will say it's more than I expected. There are no characters in this. There are no arcs. Did you heavily compliment Insidious? I don't even think you recommended Insidious. That's the same setup. It's apples and oranges with similar setups. Mm, yeah, one's one's a movie and one's this. <laughs> this does not have a lipstick-smeared demon sewing in a black veil and Patrick Wilson mugging it up. No, it doesn't. And, and So wait, you're actually saying Paranormal Activity is going to be better for Yes. You. Preview my end thoughts. Paranormal Activity is better than Insidious. Yes. If you want to hear that full episode and reviews of every Paranormal Activity movie, head to nowplayingpodcast.com forward slash donate. There you can join our fall-winter 2021 donation drive. We have multiple tiers for this drive. At $10 or more is the silver tier. We've already reviewed all five films you get for a $10 donation. The Strangers 1 and 2, Your Next and Don't Breathe 1 and 2. We're now in the gold level donation of all seven Paranormal Activity films, which are going to be coming out from now through January, these reviews. We've also finished our platinum level, which is $35 or more, so you could hear our reviews of A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place Part 2, and Bird Box. And if you want even more listening... We did the Honey level for $45 or more, where you also get reviews of all the Candyman films. That new Candyman from Nia DaCosta just came out on Blu-ray. And a review of Us. For the Blue Pill level, you can also get reviews of the Matrix series leading up to the new Matrix coming out around Christmas. Plus the Wachowskis Speed Racer and Jupiter Ascending. And we even have the Green Slime level where you can get reviews of all the Ghostbusters films. We did the three Ghostbusters films back in 2016, and next week we're going to be reviewing the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. You can get up to 40 total bonus podcasts and support Now Playing. Now Playing has no sponsors, we have no ads, and it is 100% crowdfunded. It is because of listeners like you that we're able to do the show we do week after week week after week. We've done over 1,150 episodes. We haven't gone a Tuesday without releasing a free episode since 2011. Over a decade of constantly, every Tuesday without vacation, bringing you a new in-depth movie review. We're doing more and more theatrical releases as the series we've covered keep getting new installments. And it's truly because of the generosity of listeners and their excitement to keep our podcast going that we're able to do all of this. So if you enjoy the shows we do every Tuesday and just want to support us, these podcasts we do are a thank you gift. We don't look at it as selling the podcast. We look at it as like a PBS pledge drive. You pledge to us and 
instead of giving a tote bag or a water bottle, we give bonus podcasts because that's what we think you enjoy. That's what you're supporting is our podcast. And we want to give you exclusive podcasts not available to anybody except now playing supporters. We'd love it if you're able to join us. If not, thank you for listening to Now Playing. Thank you for joining us every Tuesday. We're going to keep bringing them out as long as people keep supporting us. We'll be back on Tuesday with a review of Matt Damon's The Martian, and we'll talk to you then. Once again, thank you for supporting Now Playing, and we hope you've enjoyed this bonus movie review. You know, I've heard of spirit photography before, but I've never actually seen it in person. It's your support that keeps Now Playing operating. We're so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of Venganza Media Incorporated. This isn't uh, Casper, the fucking friendly ghost you're chasing, man. Venganza Media Incorporated is not affiliated with, and this podcast has not been prepared, approved, or licensed by any entity that created the film analyzed herein. All movie clips and music included in this podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders. I think that probably was illegal in Kentucky, you know, the 12 states. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. Now Playing Podcast is an exclusive trademark of and may not be used without the express written permission of Vinganza Media Incorporated. A final ritual and that's where he's going to be. Is she sure? We should call the cops. Call the cops and tell them what? Now Playing is a Vinganza Media production, copyright 2021, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Vinganza Media Incorporated. All rights reserved. Fuck this shit, I'm done.